Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby! Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready. You're going to Vegas with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast. You look for trouble. You can't rap this. You ain't none of my hand all the plants I smoked before. Well, I wonder where the hell that one went. If you've been coming to Las Vegas over, say, the last 15 years, you know our guest, Gordy Brown. We love Gordy Brown, one of the greatest impressionists in town, no question about it. In fact, when he came to the radio station to talk, uh, everybody stopped what they were doing and came up, come over and see him. He's, he's that popular here in town, and of course, if you visited, you know that as well. And now he's headed back downtown, which I think I'm really excited about myself. You're going back to the Golden Nugget. That's a place you like, right? I mean, not that you don't like every place you play, but you've been particularly happy there. Yeah, I've played there for 10 years of my life. Um, Three years at one point, seven at another, and this will be six weeks that that, uh, I'll I'll be there this time. Your third time is a charm. What's not to love about the Golden (laughs) Nugget? Absolutely. Now, you're going to play Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, so you want to be here one of those days, 7.30. Mm -hmm. You always seem to be on top of these impressions. I mean, you know, people get their favorites and stuff, but you're always working on new stuff. I saw you were doing like Ed Sheeran and stuff. Oh, yeah, Ed Sheeran. Sheeran, sorry. It's okay because I do make a joke about saying it that way in the show. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I'm one of the guys you're talking about. Okay. Ed Sheeran for those that (laughs) that pronounce it the way I do as well sometimes. Yeah, he's uh, he's, – if I had my guitar, I would do that for you. But uh, I do a thing where I always thought he was Irish. And and, um, so for the first – month I was doing him with an Irish accent. <laughs> you know, when your legs don't work like they used to be far, you know, and I, was, <laughs> and, uh, I had uh, a cousin of his say that uh, from the audience, you know, he's English. And I, and I was like, um, well, sit down, lady. It, it <laughs> took me a month to learn him Irish, so let me get a bit of that in first. <laughs> but um, she was a sweetheart, and yeah, she's, uh, she's like uh, some distant cousin. She was so proud, you know. That's... <laughs> Yeah, that's my boy. Yeah. Well, you know, how do you how do you do that? Because I, I I would imagine in what you do, you're great at these things, and yet you can't keep doing the same ones. They, they probably the classics stay there. How do you decide where to go with that? And what? And, well, and it's you, all part of the process, right? The, the deciding of um, who you're going to do, how long you're going to do it for. Is it still going? I usually keep it in if it's still working. Now, um, there's another element of refreshing things where you can, you know. Um, there's only so many impressions, I, especially nowadays. So you want to make the most of um, of the ones that you are doing, of course. And um, there was a point, I think in the 90s, well, late 90s, where, where I was thinking of doing Vanilla Ice. And they were like, well, that's early 90s. I said, yeah, but it's all about what you uh, do with it. Mm-hmm. So I had come up, this was before the show, uh, Where Are They Now? So that's... 
something that I had written in the in the show. I said, what if I make it about what's he doing now? Yeah. You know, all right, stop, collaborate, and listen. White guy, can't dance, rhythm's missing. I proved anyone couldn't make it. If you got no talent, do what I did, fake it. Fly by night, yo, that's me. Back to working at KFC. That's the background. <laughs> I made a lot of money, but everyone dissed me. Would you like plain or extra crispy? Crunch, crunch, baby. Dun, dun. You know. But <laughs> that's it, great. It modernized <laughs> yeah. it. Um, and, and it let you, knew, uh, let you know what these... Uh, these guys that had maybe the one great hit, where where are they now? I like that. Yeah. But again... And then they come up with a TV show of it, and I was like, hey, were they on the plane next to me when I yeah. was creating that? Well, the whole <laughs> Dancing with the Stars is taking those people that we kind of forgot Yeah, about. well, there's other ways, yeah. And Dancing with the Stars is another new way of introducing things, let's say, that, that that's where you might go with your... Or I might go with my um, impression of... Um, or take on Vanilla Ice next, right, with the Dancing with the Stars, or um, maybe going on tour where he's doing corporate shows, but then my thought would be, how long is his act? He only had the one hit. Right. You know? Exactly. So, exactly. so I, was, I would write that in the bit, you know, almost like, uh, you know, um, this was a lot of fun. I'll see you all soon. You know, that was my minute. I'll be in my hotel room. Doom, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and, and that's so important because it's one thing to be able to do the impression, right? But you got to have that comedy chop or, or the thing dies. I feel like for me, that's uh, what I, I really enjoy the most is to make people laugh. You know, I find that uh, a lot of fun to entertain that way. So I look for the angles. Yeah. So your, your show evolves over the years. It has to. Is there some sort of a mix in your mind, like where you want to bring out some people like that, that maybe the older crowd knows, but then some people that the younger does? Or what goes into like deciding who makes the final cut? Yeah, well, I think that if I'm doing Coldplay and that somebody might not know them, well, that's might not be my, my problem. <laughs> right. And um, I can always, at the end of the bit, if I see the person not reacting or something, I can make it about them maybe not knowing and, right. and then either tease them a little or, or you know, or um, somehow include um, even people not getting it. There's, there's funny everywhere. So there's funny in that as well. If they're staring at you with a blank look. Uh, maybe the blank look is, you know, that sounded nothing like them. I I know who Coldplay is, and uh, you know, <laughs> that's my old Gary Shandling. Uh, yeah, no, I love that. It, that it, uh, unfortunately, this is radio because yeah. the look was going on right there. So you knew who I was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but sometimes he's my alter ego because he was my, one of my favorite comedians. So uh, I, I find that when I ad lib, sometimes it works better through his persona. <laughs> You know, yeah, but a guy like Gary Shandling, it would seem to be like a great comedic hero because yeah. his stuff isn't obvious. It's really smart and it, yeah. it's kind of well thought. There's a lot of wit to it. He pulls a lot of. It's a pull the rug. You know, you think you think one way, he gets you thinking one way, and pulls pulls the rug. Great style, exactly. Yeah, and missed. Yeah, great guy. Now I know. You, you always work with an orchestra. You're not going to work here with an orchestra. No. For the last few years, I've been on and off, and um, this was um, discussed, and so we're not um, going to have it over there, and I'm quite comfortable, uh, you know. Yeah, it works. W- with it that way, because um, the comedy, as I, as I said, um, 
is something that I do focus on. So I'm looking, I tend to look less behind me, <laughs> you know, to see what the guys are doing because uh, they won't be there, you know. All great guys, and we still do uh, um, corporates uh, together every every now and then. Yeah, You know, and it's funny because I've talked to some people who've seen you, and they said the one thing I like about it is the show is really funny. I don't need to go in here what would be a tribute show to somebody, eh, I'd rather just go see the real deal, but this guy's funny doing it, and that's what makes it really enjoyable. Well, that's that's totally a style that I, I wanted to aspire to, and I'm glad that, that I, I did because, uh, as I say, I love to perform, and, and uh, I like to keep my uh, my mind racing on the, where the funny the funny is. So, uh, well, so I can leave You've been in Vegas for a long laughing. time. You, yeah. You like it. Here. You know, uh, it's been 30 years. I was doing an interview the other, uh, well, maybe a month ago in this, uh, I was television, television interview and she said, you've been here 30 years. And I never even slowed down to think about that, that it was 30 years. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It goes by quick. 87. I, I came out here. So when you see the town in 30 years, big changes, huh? Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it's pretty incredible. Yeah. And still going, that football arena is going to be outstanding. Well, you're wearing a Vegas Golden Knight jacket today, so I know you're a sports fan. Uh, Again, is that part of being the community? That's not that's not a hard sell. You live here. Well, yeah, I'm so proud of this hockey team. It's uh, it's incredible um, the way they've been, you know, playing and the way that they've been going around town and and, uh, hanging out with the locals and when they when they have time. And I think it's the same thing for entertainers. You know, we love our city and. we love them for being in it and doing so well. Yeah. yeah. Proud of them. Well, and it's, I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking it, it's really no different than what you do in the sense that, yeah, you like visitors and all that, but you love this town. And, uh, oh, I love Vegas. Vegas is incredible. Yeah, yeah. it's been really, really uh, special. You know, there's no uh, place I'd rather be. It's the, it's, it's the entertainment capital, especially for what I aspire to do and um, – and raise a family and and uh, have it all, you know. Well, and it's different. Have it all there. It's different now than it was back. I'm thinking of like in Rich Little's day and Frank Gorshin and those people, because there was so much TV with it. So yeah. you have to do it off reputation, right? I mean, you got you got to make sure that when those people leave, they're laughing and they're like, "Hey, you're going out to Vegas. You got to go see this guy. He's great." Yeah, well, that's the the best way to ever sell a show is that the show needs to do. Uh, a number on the audience in a very positive way that they leave there and want to tell, you know, the world about it. Yeah, yeah that's always been my goal. Now, are you friends with the uh, other impressionists? Because there's impressionists in town. Oh, yeah. Rich Little is, uh, has always been a mentor of mine, and and uh, he's, he's a great friend, one of the probably greatest guys I know. And uh, uh, Paul Anka as well. Uh, Paul lives... Uh, in LA but um, they're both from where I'm from Ottawa Canada oh okay and so when I first came out here those 30 years ago I wanted to meet them and uh, I was so so uh, honored that I that I uh, I was able to get backstage and meet them and be invited to their shows and through the years ended up working with both of them yeah yeah and it makes sense because both of them are kind of what you're good at. You're good at singing, and you're yeah. really good at impressions. So, so I was going with two of the very best. Yeah, Rich is Rich is uh, Rich Little. Is just he's still to this day um, so supportive. You know, he's always been never give up, Gord. Keep at it. So, 
I know you do singers, but you do more. You do like politicians. Don't you do some non-singers too? I do a little bit of Trump. It's going to be fantastic. If you come to the show, you will see the lips pucker and you will see the wonderful hand work I'm doing right now. It's terrific. <laughs> okay. That's very good. Any other non-singers that off the top of your head? Uh, non Non-singers? Non-singers, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, politicians or? Well, anybody. Oh, anybody? Tell me. We got Walken. He's in the show. A lot of boys together. Well, it's going to be a very good time. We got the Nero. You got Jack Nicholson. We got all kinds of family that comes around, different actors. And uh, <laughs> we all have fun. It's great, and, and the facial expressions. It's really, it's really unfortunate. There's no video to this because uh, that goes a lot with it too. Well, mannerisms is uh, definitely a part of it, and I can't help but when I do their voice, turn into you know the character at this well, point. Well, I yeah. was looking at some of the people, and I've never seen you do this, but Johnny Mathis. So you do that. I haven't done him in a long time, <laughs> but now seems to be okay to try. I love you, just don't want to touch it right now. <laughs> How about Willie Nelson? Let's switch, let's switch genres. Oh, mama, don't let your babies grow up without paying their taxes. <laughs> Spending all the money, having a lot of funny. Maybe I didn't pay my taxes quite as often as I should have. Pass me that joint. <laughs> But it was always on my mind. <laughs> These are great. And so let me get into your brain for a second, if I can. So you pick, you see somebody you now want to do. you started all these yeah. impressions in my head, so they're <laughs> yeah. all there. I have well, to, I have to figure out, Stephen, who you're talking to right now. Well, but uh, I still got walking, still there, walking. <laughs> just hanging out. Wow. You're walking's a scary guy when you're doing that. It's a little like, hey, let's not get him upset. Yeah. <laughs> you know? If he yelled, it would take time to know what he's what what he's mad at because he talks slow. And <laughs> you said you'd call, but you didn't. More with super impressionist Gordy Brown in just a moment. But first, when you visit Las Vegas, you're always looking for fun things to do. And I think one thing you got to put on your list is the Neon Museum. It's fantastic. What a way to learn the history of Las Vegas, but by the signs that go back all the way to the 1930s. The lobby, in fact, is a restored shell from the old La Concha Motel. It's a lot of fun. The staff there is incredible. Really unique Las Vegas experience. So you can learn the history and have a blast. Go to neonmuseum.org. That's neonmuseum.org. You are listening to impressionist Gordy Brown, who is playing three days a week at the Golden Nugget in downtown Las Vegas. I mean, it goes by so darn quick. One minute. One minute you're in diapers, next minute, puff, you're back in diapers, you know that? Cause I got hair, but no traces every time I'm alone. <laughs> so we'll, we'll use, we'll use uh, Christopher Walken as the example. So you decide you want to do it, you think it's there. So the study process is, is not only watching, you know, listening to it and so forth, but there's also that visual thing. I mean, is that something that you're watching films or videos and constantly and then look in the mirror? Or how I does that work? I think that's exactly what to do is um, the best way, and I think a, a really magical way, is to study, overstudy, maybe just, just study a lot for about 
however it takes. Some people come right away. Regis Feldman, Regis Feldman took me a second. You know, <laughs> yeah, right. That's not right your there. final answer. That was really quick for me, but but Gilbert Godfrey took me forever. Like, and I'm probably too close to this mic, but. What's that gonna be? Joan Rivers is sexy. I don't know why other people don't find that. <laughs> okay, so that's great. Is, so, <laughs> you listen to it so many times, then you get away from it. And for me, what happens is like day three, I'll be driving in the car, and then that voice start. it's there. It just starts to be there because it's once it's in your subconscious, you can actually see the person when you're doing the voice. So then you start moving that way and you start yeah. feeling that way. And then the rhythm goes, wow, day three, fun, you know, because you got it. <laughs> so when you're now doing, you're, doing that. Now you're trying. Are you, you're are you thinking, feeling him doing that when you? Oh, yeah. Each person I turn into, I kind of, it's the weirdest thing to say because it's like, how yeah. do you know what they feel like? But you actually... You feel like them. You know, there's an Elvis, um, I can't remember, but one of the Elvis guys looked at me somewhere, not even in Vegas, but, um, and he made his eyes and his lip. And when he did it, it was nice to meet you. Hey, you're an Elvis fan. And when he did it, he, he changed and he looked just like Elvis. <laughs> I'm talking the charisma and everything. And even now, when I think about that, because I was blown away, it just gives you the chills. Yeah. You know, it's almost like you're with him. You're, you're with him right now. I got a little more makeup than him, than the real Elvis. But uh, sometimes when I curl my lip, it, I just feel like I want to hunger, hunger. And it just all starts to happen. Happy birthday, Elvis. So is that like the tribute artists that are, are different, like... Uh, I think that they'll all feel that. Yeah, you know? like the guy who does Neil Diamond, Rob Rob Garrett. Mm-hmm. He's great at that. That's what he does, and I think he just kind of becomes it. That's different than what you do because you're doing a great 30 seconds, and then boom, you're into somebody else. Yeah, well, I get bored easily, so I, so I, I want to move on. But I think when I started, I did a lot of um, – a lot. So, so let's say I only had – uh, I had the 20 minutes, but I only had, let's say, seven impressions. So they all had to, yeah. you know, be a little bit longer. And s- sometimes back then the audience would yell out, do that one shorter. Okay, so, <laughs> but, uh, you know, or, or they would be at that time, but do another Elvis, you know. So it's all about, yeah. as you go on with your career, um, you know, how you want to design your, your show. For me, I want to work with less and less zero props. And yeah. I want the comedy to come from what we're, what I'm bringing up and, and the pictures that I put in the audience's head. And, and then, then uh, yeah, it's that's like how you're I, being more organic, like right? You know, it's so. just how I like to work. I've seen it done other ways, or I used to do it other ways. And, in fact, um, I still have some glasses in the show. and you know, yeah. But uh, it's getting to that point where, you know, no props, yeah. you know? Just, but that kind of like what you know you're at the top of your game when you can go out there and you don't need that and you yeah, can get people. Yeah, I just people. want a microphone. Yeah, yeah, and you, and you'll you'll be bringing them places. You'll be you'll be taking them places, and yeah. and it'll be from your words, you know, and so, then your point of view. Now, how do you decide how the flo- the show flows? In other words, who do you start with? Who do you end with? I mean, is is there some sort of secret to that? Well, it's an ongoing th- ongoing. Um, 
um, the cake is never made, you know. Uh, last night, I probably had two hours sleep. I was up all night re-questioning, re-wording, tying the next, you know, the, the, the person before to the next bit. At maybe maybe something else fits better there. What is my problem that I'm concerned about? Um, because you're also on, um, when you're doing musical uh, voices as well, um, your show is a, a roller coaster ride, so you need to have the slower bits, but then not too many in a row, so you can pick things back up. So I guess change is good, energy, and um, that takes time to um, fan those things out. Have you had situations where either, first of all, you just couldn't get whoever that person was, you just couldn't get uh-huh. you to your thing? Does that ever happen? Oh, yeah, and then I'll make a bit out of that. You know, like, oh. <laughs> you know, there's comedy in trying. And, uh, and. Like, who's somebody you just uh, couldn't get? I'm still working on Seinfeld and. I think Leno was okay for a while, then it slipped away, you know, but uh, Seinfeld was, who are these people? Have you seen this guy? What's the deal with that? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still not comfortable with it, You could it, probably do Gilbert Gottfried doing Seinfeld, because I know he does that. <laughs> who are these people? And why is it that I want to know? <laughs> yeah, see, that's perfect. <laughs> that That is perfect. I love that. Wow. <laughs> hey, guys, Jay Leno, welcome to the program tonight. We're having a lot of fun here. And uh, even though this is not a stage, it's still a fun room. It's still a fun room. <laughs> well, you got that down. So some of those are not in the show, you know. So I'm it, probably ruining my career right now doing it on radio. And well, do you retire? I, I'm just you retired telling people? you some of the tougher ones. Like somebody that, not because there was anything wrong with it, but just because eh, people don't care about that person anymore for whatever reason? Well, yeah. Um, you know, Dr. Ruth and Joan Rivers, um, they've all run Dangerfield. But I have a new idea for Dangerfield um, uh, that I'm working on. So he might make a reappearance. Oh, so I think he was idea. just fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't he just the best? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm trying to... Uh, I'm a big fan of Dice Clay, too. And I might do something Andrew Dice clean, you know? Maybe something... Some, right. <laughs> some original original angle to it. But I still haven't really thought it out, but... Uh, well, that's like, got to be fun. I, I mean, like are, these guys. Are there, like, index cards all over your house? That, yes. I got an idea. My yeah. desk is full of writing, like, everywhere. A lot of piles of paper. And, in fact, you know, because it's, it's the part of getting, you know, the notes down, and it's another part to, laborious part, but definitely necessary that you have to fine-tune yeah. the material. So now it goes into the computer and then um, typing that out. And, uh, and, and, that, and that is a, uh, a learning skill, too, that took a long time because I was always, uh, I always loved the gratification of the audience. So a lot of the routine came from just doing it in front of the audience because you get the immediate feedback and you're yeah. like, that worked. I'm going to keep that in, and maybe I'll move it to here. It might be better there. Well, I mean, know? who do you try this stuff out on? I mean, do you go in there and throw a new one out and see what the reaction is? Unfortunately, I married a, a beautiful wife, but she doesn't <laughs> laugh at, at much of it. And uh, maybe it's because she hears it all the she time it. <laughs> from the floor above. But um, I do have assistants that have great sense, sense of humors, 
And um, of course, very, you want somebody to be honest with you, right? You don't want them to be laughing at everything. It's like, yeah. hey, don't do that. Yeah, one of the greatest uh, was my best friend, who's no longer with us, but he had the greatest laugh ever. Was my guitar player, and uh, he was uh, he was a lot of joy in that. Um, we'd we'd smoke cigars after the show. Do you remember when this worked? Why don't I do this with that? You know, and it was just uh, pretty fun. special. Yeah. Those are, you enjoy uh, that's doing a very this, right? blessed thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because comedians want to have um, good sounding boards. Well, I mean, you look like you enjoy this. I mean, this I is. I love you, entertaining more than anything ever. And the feeling has never diminished. That's great. Yeah, it has never. Uh, the, the feeling I get from an audience and wanting and to always love being on stage is, is uh, I feel very blessed that it's still there. God, Still shining. Thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> to do your life. I feel work. really blessed about that. So you you got a lot ahead of you because you just you come up with this stuff as we talk. Mm-hmm. Where do you go from here? I mean, obviously, we're excited that you're going to be in downtown Las Vegas. Is there mm-hmm. some things you'd like to eventually take a shot at? Well, I want to work. I, I never knew how to build a career. So there's a business part of it as well. So I kind of just did my show and somebody walks up to you and says we'd like to have you which is what um happened at the golden nugget and um but i want to play arenas someday and i might give myself within five years to be playing arenas and uh no props more ideas and and great building um Strong comedy, you know. Yeah, like yeah. like what you know. You mentioned and, Dice before, like when Dice yeah. played Madison Square Garden. That's a big Unbelievable. deal. Unbelievable, incredible. Yeah, he's he he was the very first. Yeah, yeah, just remarkable. He still is amazing. It is, yeah. it is. And then I guess the old HBO special and stuff is always a, a wonderful. Well, thing. that's another angle too. Um, to to help. Yep. Yeah. So I know that if you keep uh, working at it, I feel that those dreams will. Uh, come true, and and uh, it's exciting every moment trying for it. I think they will come true, but in the meantime, you got a chance to see. <laughs> yeah, I'm grateful <laughs> Gordy, to be yeah, at the Golden Nugget. At yeah. the Golden Nugget, it's exciting. Uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 7.30 p.m., which yeah. you can always fit that into some part of your trip that's going to hit on one of those days. Yeah, And we can't lo- wait to see you again. It, oh, it's always a, a win. And uh, Appreciate but, you having me on the show. Thank you very much, Gordy. Thank you, Steve. We'll, love to have you on again. You've been listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast, with new shows loaded twice weekly. Got a guest idea? Email us at info at VegasNeverSleeps.com and catch the show live every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network.